Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tonight we're going to talk about Mothers Destroy Sons. This show isn't to attack mothers. This show is only to shake mothers out of a deep sleep. This has been going on for far too long, for generations and decades. This is a plea for mothers to understand the damage that occurs when things are done out of order. This is a shared blame. This is a culture problem. Fathers have to man up and mothers have to warm it up and wake up. We can do it. In order to be united, we must first need to be untied. We are a team. We are a unit. Let's get right to it. Good evening. Good evening. All right. Let's 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 talk about this real quick. Mothers destroy sons. When you hear that, what what's the first thought or idea that comes to your head? Uh honestly it uh, I, I want to say um, anger, right? You know, when when you mm-hmm. say that that mothers destroy sons, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is anger, um, because being a mom to sons myself, um, I know that that is not what I'm trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. I know that I love them endlessly. I know that the only thing I, I ever want to do is, is protect them and build them up, not break them down. Um, I know that I want to do everything that I can to see them have, um, you know, a, a life of abundance in this world. Um, so when I hear that, that mothers destroy sons, it, it, it kind of infuriates me because, you know, um, I know that for me personally, um, my intent is to do nothing but love and build, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's, it's important to go back a little bit and talk about how we, how we got here to this conversation, um, it's, it's because we, we all watch TV and, and you know, we, we all read articles and we see excerpts of, of different shows. And um, we, we saw where there's this one show and um, the, the fixer, I'll say, was, was kind of going in on the mom because the mom um, was basically breaking person, breaking the spirit, breaking them down, and, and said that she didn't respect them as a man. And as it unfolded, it came to light that the mom was measuring him against what her idea of a man is or of a man was, which basically goes back to our last two shows, right, where we, where we talked about 
and talked with other, you know, other callers about what a man is. And I think that in those conversations, we we saw and we heard some women who had their ideas of what a man was, um, and 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 some had no idea um, of of what a man was. So the unfortunate part is, as a mother, I don't think that we realize that our boys don't just because our boys are male. Um, they don't grow up and automatically become men, right? Because Absolutely. Being, a, being a man takes effort. Being a man takes training. Being a man is a certain lifestyle, not necessarily, uh, as, as you talked about, not necessarily the tools that he has, right? So I don't think that as mothers we understand that, you know, I got a boy today and in 20 years he's going to be a man. Um, but if, if I don't do my part in his life and my part being his mother, one, as, as a nurturer, um, but also getting this young boy around positive male role models, preferably his, his father um, or, or, or his dad, um, if I don't do my job at that, then I failed him. Not intentionally. Um, I, I failed him. Um, so, so when when you say mothers destroy sons, you know personally it infuriates me. But overall, I can understand the concept. I can understand how it could and does happen. You may mention earlier of of a show, and I have it here. I'm gonna take this time to play it, just so um, people, listeners, could catch up to us and understand our references. Hold on, okay. just reading his space that I know he's going to allow a man to abuse a woman in his presence. She doesn't think about me that way. She doesn't. Well, because I've been playing basketball and going on dates together. So what? Mind your business. You say that you don't see the man that your son is. So I'm asking you, since this is not a demonstration of a man, you need to tell me what man you're using to measure him with. Which one? My idea. Which is your idea. Mm -hmm. Now, is that the idea you trained him up to be? No. Oh. So how in the blazing bejesus are you holding him accountable to a standard that you didn't teach him, his father didn't give him, he don't even know what it is, and yet as his mother, you sit in his face and tell him you don't respect him as a man. Tell me how that works. Help me. Like I said, it's in, it was events. It wasn't just... I'm not talking. I'm talking about one thing. how he treats me. Yeah, but... I'm not not, wait, hello, 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 hello. You see, you are a provocative victim. You provoke stuff, 
And then when you start being held accountable for it, then you start twisting and turning and making the other person wrong. Look at me, Ma. Look at me. Look at me. You just sat here and told your son, we ain't got a needle in his arm who I'm assuming pays his own rent. He's married to a registered nurse. He's got three baby boys. And you just sat here in his face and said, I don't respect him as a man. Mm -hmm. And you don't think to consider what that does to his heart, to his soul, to his spirit. I'm sure that's hurtful. And you okay with that? And it's hurtful for the things that he's doing. But there you go. You're doing it. You're doing it right now. You're doing it right now. I'm like, holding you accountable. And you're spinning. You're spinning your web. I you're can't trying to get away. You're trying to justice. get away. Tell me. Just here's the question. Just answer it. We'll get back to that okay, other stuff I, later. I, Tell me. Forgive me. I respect him. He's a wonderful man. Do you understand that your mouth, your voice, your words are connected to the coils in his heart? to the vows in his heart. He can't help but love you. And every time you dishonor that love, you chip a piece of it, chip a piece of it. This is why in our culture as black people, when the boys turn a certain age, the men come and get him and take him away from the mother because she can emotionally manipulate him. But since we don't live in our culture no more, we say what we want to say, do what we want to say. We tear our men down and then wonder why they don't make good husbands and fathers. Mothers destroy sons. His mother can speak to him in certain ways that destroy him in ways that can never be repaired. Okay. Just so everyone is up to to speed, this is the reference that we're making. Now, Ms. Quick, go ahead and finish your thoughts. I did. All right. You can you can go ahead and make comments. Well, it is it is a situation where it's it's a shared it's a shared blame, you know. Um as mothers, yes, you can destroy a son with words. That's all it takes. But as fathers, as men, we can destroy our sons with our actions. So that's why it's a it's a it's a shared blame, but it's also it has to be a joint effort in order to get our boys, our children, specifically for this conversation, our boys on track. That's the only way they're going to become men, well-rounded and balanced men. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. It is, it is a shared blame. Um, it, it, when we have here's the thing right just being straight up and and you go back to the act the sexual act okay 
um, between a man and a woman. That's the only way babies can be made, right? So you go back to the sexual act between a man and a woman and the conscious decision that they make to have um, unprotected sex, which results in having a child. Um, At that point, whatever the differences are between her as the woman and him as the man does not matter. Whatever she did not or does not like about him and vice versa does not matter because at that point a life has been created. And at that point, um, all BS has to be put aside for the sake of this life. The unfortunate part is women being emotional beings, um, that's hard to do. And we get in our way. We get in our way, our own way of being the best mother that we can be because we're holding on to so much pain or or whatever um, from, you know, the involvement with, with that guy. And the the guy, um, sometimes they do all they can to be involved, and sometimes they they say, you know, I could fuck it and throw their hands up, because um, at some point, you know, they they have to have some level of peace in order to to live as a man, instead of you know being with this hurt and broken woman. And not all situations are like that. Um, but that's just one that came to mind. So anyhow, you have this this situation, and the mother is doing, in her mind, all that she can. Um, but unfortunately, without knowing, having, and I say knowing by, um, I say knowing what a man is, either by experience or by conversation um, or just by witness, without knowing what a man is, she has already started behind the curveball with her son because the father is out the picture. And for whatever reason, she nor he are willing to come together to, to to for the betterment of this child. And then um situations vary, but you know, her I guess her interactions with with men or, you know, her relationship with men probably just suck. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. here she is stuck to raise this child, this boy. Um, on an idea, on her idea of what a man is. Now, my idea of what a man is, you know, in my 20s or, you know, pre-marriage, doesn't measure up to the reality of what a man is. Why do I say that? Because personally, my examples 
of, you know, my example that I had of, of what a good man, a good husband was, passed away when I was, you know, preteen. Um, so I missed the conversations. I missed, you know, the interactions um, to where, to the point where I understood what a man is. Now, I think as women, as mothers, we can raise good people um, alone. As a single parent, you can raise a good person. Um, but if you're raising a boy, he can be a good person, but that's not going to make him a man because we don't understand the code. Um, but more than that, we don't understand the agenda of a man. God didn't give us that. That's why God gave us the ability to have children by men um, because we have to have that balance, and even for our girls too, but most importantly for, for our boys. Well, you said um, a mouthful just, just with that, those last few I'm going to say bars, but statements that you've made, it is very important for us to understand that every role is very important in our kid's life. We can hold on to something and essentially not get over it, and that will be detrimental to our kid's future. Everything from how we interact with other people, uh, of the same sex, of the opposite sex, or how we even care for ourselves. All that is determined or how we are with ourselves, which we're taught by our parents. So if we see our parents not getting along, they're fighting and arguing, that's the thought of this is how it's supposed to be. I hear my mama, you know, my mother, uh, I'm a bitch this and bitch that. I'm thinking or or meeting her friends with, with, with the word bitch. I'm thinking that that's a term of endearment. So when I get older, I'm going to call women bitches because I'm, I don't know that that's a derogatory term because it didn't seem that way when – my mother was speaking to her friends. In regards to relationships, I think it goes back further than because it's psychological. It goes back further than when we laid down together. Before we laid down together, we should have we should have had an understanding. That's why you probably shouldn't lay down with with everyone, especially in procreate, because you don't know where their head is. Now, my point is it, it started way back in, you know, when they started separating the, the, the fathers from the homes. That was very, there was a time where boys started losing their weight because women, all, all they have is ideas. They don't know why they have those ideas. They had those ideas. They didn't experience those things. They just had ideas. And we all know 
an idea without an example, sometimes can just be no. So those mm-hmm. words that, again, that the mother used towards the son can do decades, if not generations, of, of harm. Mhm. You're right, and and I think it, it does go. It goes. It goes back. Um, I I agree with you 100. percent There was there was something else that you know she she had said on the call. Um. You know, and, and she not on the call on on that show, and the mother had um, and and she said that. He is tied to you. Like, he can't help but to love you. You know, you're his mother. And anything that basically that you say can can break him. You know, and then she said that's why the fathers come in and take these boys when they get to that age, to, to a certain age, because... The mothers can emotionally manipulate them, um, and and that's true. Um, and 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 I think that you know that that needs a little bit of attention. Like that statement right there needs a little bit of attention, right? Because um, when you have the relationship between a mother and son or father and daughter, um, manipulation comes into play. And I think the unfortunate part is, to me, it almost seems natural because men manipulate women and women manipulate men. So when, when children get to a certain age, the manipulation tactic comes into play because the, the recognition of the relationship is diminished. And I say at some point when you begin to use the manipulation tactic, then at that point you may not be looking at your son as your son. You see him as a man. And whatever it is you want him to do at that point in time, you are manipulating him into doing just that, and and that's still a part of emotional manipulation. Um, and again, daughters do it to fathers, fathers do it to daughters, and and so I think that statement, you know, I want to explore that a little bit more as well. What are your thoughts? Well, you're absolutely right, uh, and I know firsthand about the manipulation between uh, a mother and a son. Once a mother knows to nurture, they know to, to, to rub the boo-boos to heal. When the slightest little thing just to get attention, they will exploit that. 
just to get you to to give them some attention away from whatever, maybe television or cooking or work or whatever the case may be. And, of course, mommy will drop everything she does to give them that attention. Same thing with, 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 with daughter. The first time she whimper or cry, daddy running. Mommy may be like, she's okay. But daddy's running because that's daddy's little girl. So, yes, it, it does happen. It, it it does happen. Maybe it's one of those things where um, I don't want to say overcompensation, but maybe it's one of those things where I'm going to treat my daughter good as I treated my mother because she's going to be a woman like my mother. Now, granted, I may treat my wife like crap or her mother like crap, but I'm going to treat my daughter like I would treat my mother. Well, Stan, I think that's because you, you look at your daughter, right? And she's an extension of you. You know? And so what you want to do is you want to raise her up as, as your princess because if any other boy or man does anything less, you go damn near kill it because she's an extension of you. But mm-hmm. you don't look at you don't you don't look at your wife as an extension of you. Now that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Um, but that's the problem, in my opinion, uh, one of the problems between married couples. Husband doesn't see his wife as an extension of him. So, you know, when he looks at his daughter, he's looking into himself, himself, right? Because, you know, like that's his seed. Um, so when, and then on the flip side of that, you know, when mothers look at their son, it's an extension of of us. And, and the only thing we want to do is to teach them how to love and respect themselves and love and respect the women. And um, the problem with that is in teaching them how to love and respect, we have no idea what to teach them about being a man. And, and like she said, you know, therefore we can't teach them how to be a husband. you got to be a man before you can be a husband because in order to be a husband, there are certain things that you must do as a man, that you are, you already have to, like, the, the, the book or you already have to know the, the man code in order to be a successful husband. Would you agree? Uh, yes, I do. So when, when, you know, as mothers, the only thing we want to do is, you know, I want him to love and respect women and, you know, um, but, but, we don't we don't know the man code. We don't we don't we don't know all the ins and outs of the manhood agenda. We don't know um the the details all the way to the fine print of what he is supposed to be as a man. And so we fail them in that. Um I think it's it, it blows my mind 
because for me, in, in this particular situation that we're talking about, I, I don't think that I could ever look at any of our children and, and say that I'm not proud or I don't respect them as men, um, especially if especially if I've never given them an example to go by. Right. Now, you said something earlier. You said um, as far as the, the girl, you're teaching them how to respect the women. I don't think that's, that should be uh, – I think that should be secondary. I think the primary should be how women should respect them. As a woman, because teaching them how to respect women and not and it's not being reciprocated will have them in a, in a world of trouble. Before I can get you to respect me, I'm sorry, before I can respect you, I, you got to understand how to respect me so that way it's a reciprocation. That That's almost like everybody going around here talking about a happy wife, happy life. No. No. What about the husband? Well, Nobody's I, making I, him happy, but he's making everybody else happy. True. So, and and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they that they teach it in any certain order. I mean, it's just that's what we you know, and that's what we, we focus on. I just want him to be able to, you know, to love and, and respect you know, women or what have you. But also in that, um, I can't teach. Okay. In order for me to teach my son how to get the respect of a woman um, or, or how to, you know, be with a woman who respects him, I first need to understand how to respect a man. If that's yes. not something I understand, that's not something I can teach. Now, right. when when almost, I would say that it's almost natural that when a mother, a woman has a child, I would say that it's almost natural. It seems like it should be. In some cases, it, 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 it isn't. But I would say that it's almost natural to be nurturer and, and to love that child just, I mean, to infinity and beyond. You know, love that child with everything that you have. It's almost natural, right? And so when you talk about love um, as women, we we teach the feeling of love because we are feelers. We're emotional. So we're trying to teach the feeling of love. Um. But when you are connected in faith and are mature in faith and you understand love, you you come to know that it's an act. It's an action. It's a verb. It's, it's not an emotion. So the disconnect is as single women... We're teaching our children, our boys, how to feel. But guess what? Men aren't emotional. They're logical. So we're already teaching them wrong because 
we're teaching them only what we know. Does that make sense? It's like we can only teach within our own parameters. And it's it's unfortunate because, again, pre-marriage, I would have never known that men aren't emotionally driven or emotionally connected like we are. No. So I would have, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to look at my son and say, you know, and see the error of my ways. You see what I mean? Yeah, I do. You said um, one of the things that about what, what you said, it, it's really heavy because as a, as a, as a married, as a, as a mother who's married with, 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 with kids, you can say one thing, but if they don't see that action, again, it, it has it has went null, right, and voided because it's a contradiction, and that confuses will confuse the kids. So you can say about how. Men should respect women and back and forth, but he's not witnessing that at home. So he's just right. It's important for them to see what have, don't have a valid idea or example of how men and a woman should interact. Right. Right, and 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 again, you know the the uh, the unfortunate part is we don't we don't see the error of our ways, you know, until you know say you know you your your son or your son is is you know twelve and and you meet a man and this man is is a real man a real God fearing man. And he loves your son, and he loves you. And um, he comes into the household, and you go through an adjustment period, and then you see how different the the son is from the man. And 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 what happens is, you know, there are things that he's going to see in in the boy that you're not going to see and you're not going to understand. And so he's able to start bridging that gap and filling in those blanks. Because what you've done thus far is a good job. You know, you have a respectful young boy, right? The problem is, is that he's an emotional, emotionally driven, respectful young boy. Um. Who you you may have given you know chores as a responsibility? Okay, well he he may get up and and do the chores and you know and and you know he he's twelve so he may think that he's the he's the man of the house because he's a boy and he knows that at some point he's gonna be a man, but because he cuts the grass and takes out the trash, he thinks he's the man of the house. The problem is is that he's just as emotional as you are. 
He's not a logical thinker. He's not a lot. He doesn't have like logical actions. He, you know, he may be responding to different situations in school and, and outside of school based on emotions and not thinking, um, thinking things through like a man would. So the man comes into the house and he's able to start bridging that gap at 12. Um, and then you, you start to see your son change. That's when you're able to see the error of your ways. And not that it's a bad thing. It's just you're a woman, he's a man. You know what I mean? So when they're babies, we got this. But when they start to grow and develop, uh, we don't have this. We need, you know, like somebody got to have our back. And unfortunately, in, like she said, like in our culture, um, the, the things that we used to do as a culture, we don't do anymore. Like, you know, and, and you could probably attest to this. When I was growing up, everyone in my neighborhood knew who I was. They knew who, who I belonged to. Um, every man in the neighborhood knew who my brother was and knew who he belonged to. And if we got out of line, it wasn't nothing for them to say, hey, you know, that's not what you need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? If it was, if it was, uh, if it was, um, if if a man was doing some type of yard work or something like that, it was nothing for them to say, you know, say to my brother and call him, call him over to, you know, hey, come, come help me, you know, get these leaves up and and put them to work. And it was okay because that was like our culture was, we, we had our village, right? No one can come into. No one, and I mean not a single person, not even the government, could come into our village and tell us how to rear our children and how to support our families and each other as a community. It was automatic. Now, it's not automatic. Now, is if you see my child uh, walking down the street with his with his pants hanging below his his butt, then then. There, there is no corrective action. There, you know, there is no phone call home. You know, as a matter of fact, you see him and you don't even know who he belongs to because we don't take the time to build our village anymore. And we don't, we, we're losing, I hate to say it, but I guess I have to. We're mixing our pot so much with with other people's way of life that we're losing touch with what our culture is all about. I agree. We that that was that was the way it was. It was um, regardless of, of it almost seemed like no matter how far you traveled, someone. Knew your family. Someone knew your name to the point where, you know, anybody could, could redirect you and guide you and put you back in line. Not necessarily discipline you, uh, but they can definitely put you back in line. That's that is a thing of the past. Now it's to the point where 
we can't say anything to anyone's child without it being a situation, even if it's, you know, warning them that a car is coming. You, you know, they coming out, you don't talk to my child like that, or whatever the case may, may be. Because whatever other issues they have going on. But when it comes down to that's the part we've got away from. That's our culture. We are tribal people. We know everyone in our tribe and everybody in our tribe was was family. Maybe not blood related, but related through like mindedness. Period. Right. And it's more so um you see you see more of that in the in the impoverished areas than you do in a suburban area. You do, yeah. Right? Because we we all we got. You know, when I run short until mine come, I can come get some of yours and and vice versa. Mhm. Mhm. Those are the things that we have got away from. We have gotten yeah. away from um the men may, may be at work or whatever the case may be. But like you said, there was a male in the community. I'm sorry. There was a man in the community to help our boy males. Mm-hmm. To help prevent them from becoming adult males. To redirect them so they would become men. Mm-hmm. Now, now I, just, I just gave through a few different phrases out there. But to clarify, just because you're an adult male does not make you a man. I was I was watching this show, um, a movie, and um, it said, you know, the black people, black people, we, you know, you you think about well. In those times where um, even even back to slavery, we've always been supportive of each other. Like we've always been one, you know. Um, back even during even during slavery times, you know, if the master gave, you know, they gave us intestines. We, you know, we we cooked chitlins, um, and not only did we feed our family, we fed all the families that we worked the farm with. You know what I'm saying? Like there there was no differentiation between um your family and mine. We were all just family. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, even even once we we got established and we had our community and we had our jute joint. You know, we when when we went out at night down to the jute joint, all of our kids stayed together. Right, right. You know, and, and, and we all went and and we were we were supporting the the talented artists, pianists and, you know, guitar players, bass players, musicians. We supported our community, right? Okay, and, and we built we, we we were building our community still as a family. Um, now, as with any other family, I'm sure there were there were quarrels and whatnot and disagreements and what have you. But again, 
we we still we we built our family and then we we built our banks we built our community we built our homes we had our cities we had our our nest right um and then once they destroyed it and 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 I say they the government the you know and and we all i guess they they separated us we we became accustomed to separation. We became they we became conditioned. Um and we got used to no longer supporting each other. We got used to being divided. We got used to, you know, pointing the finger at one another. And instead of having the quarrels and then coming together tomorrow night to, you know, drink and have a you know, laugh and, and good times, um, we we stayed we stayed separate, you know, and we turned those quarrels into feuds. And, and now here we are, you know, a hundred some odd year later or whatever, and we, we have we have gangs, you know. And, you know, you see what I'm saying? So we, we, we became conditioned to the separation and um, honestly fell victim to it. And now when you talk about culture, as a, as a whole, we're suffering because of it. Mm. So, and and even and when you look at that, and because of that, you know, not only are we suffering as a culture, but of course, our our children, our legacy also is taking a hit, um, simply because of the division. You know, like mm. if I, you know, but it, it almost comes to mind. It, if if we went back to segregation, not saying that we should, it's a whole another conversation for a whole another day. But if we went back to segregation, I believe that our culture would thrive even more so than any other culture in the world because we know how to make something out of nothing, because we know how to stick together, because we're innovators, because we're thinkers, because we're dreamers. Because we're doers, because we we are one, we are family, and when there's no interference, we treat each other as such. There is respect there. You see what I'm saying? I do. I do. But that's neither here nor there because that's that's a whole other conversation. Because I know the topic tonight is is about. You know how how the mothers destroy sons, and you know um, just just going back again. The reason why mothers are even able to destroy sons is because they're taking our men out of our homes. They're 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 taking our black men and turning them into into women, or they're locking them up, or you know all kinds of anything that they can do. To keep black men from the from our homes, they're they're giving us subsidies as enticing us, or um, I don't even know what the word is, but they're giving us subsidies, and instead of allowing us to to let our our, our children's father stay in the home, so if, so if I get government aid. And I get food stamps, and well, I don't even know if they're food stamps anymore. But I get daycare assistance, and I get, 
you know, rent assistance or what have you. As long they'll keep giving me as long as I keep him out of my home. And when I say him, I say my my children's father, my children's dad, or or keep any positive male role model out of my home. You know, even even and even with that, and your point in the connection with 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 older times is is still dead on because when a mother is is essentially destroying the son for the for the lack of a better word, you have other women that could step in that would teach her or show her mm-hmm. the error mm-hmm. of her ways. Mhm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It may not be a guy in necessarily in the immediate community, but she can say, mm-hmm. you know what, he goes over to so and so having to talk to Mr. So and so, he's the track mm-hmm. He's he's a, he's a nice guy, you know. My my boy dealt with him when he was there a couple of years ago. When he was there in junior high school, he'll help him out because the mm-hmm. lack of of men or whatever for 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 the government for to keep him out of the house, they were still able to have some type of man influence. Mm-hmm. For those boys, so all that that community part is very relevant because because I love you because we're a family, I can tell you that you're wrong for doing it this way because I'm telling you out of love, I'm not trying to get in your business, but the direction you're going, you're gonna lose them forever. Mhm. Mhm. You're right, and, and 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 even when you talk about that relationship or the or the 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 mothers of the community, the mothers and the grandmothers of the community who were providing that type of wisdom, that type of insight. When you talk about that, then there was still a level of respect because you know the the women who received that type of advice, they they listen. They adhere to it. They say yes, ma'am, and and or whatever the case may be. And, and they sent the boy. They did what act, whatever the woman, you know, the elder told them to do. And you know, and it proved to be true. It it was the right thing to do. But but now it we we this this conditioning this this just brainwashing and it's just we they we have allowed. Other cultures, other people to influence who we have become. We're not a, we're not people who are disrespectful. Like we've always like we have respect for one another. But you 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 get and you see these things on TV and you see the media and and then it's okay to refer to you know my sister as a bitch. It's cool. Yeah, she's a bad bitch. What? What? That's okay. Um, we've accepted that. Um, and and when we we go to receive or you know elders, you know, are reluctant to give us advice simply because of how we carry ourselves, simply because of 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 how we 
may respond to them because there's no respect. There's no appreciation for where we come from. There's no appreciation for the people who actually died to pave ways for us to, to even be able to get to where we are. Um, no appreciation for the sacrifices, um, you know, that for the ones who came before us. So it's we've become a culture to where you can't, you know, we can't tell each other anything, but somebody else come and tell us, then then we'll believe it. We'll we'll do it. We believe that you know that's golden right there. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's that's very true. When we that that's that's a a a, a, a situation where I don't have any respect for me. And I don't have any respect for anyone that looks like me. Why mm-hmm. is that? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to somebody else who don't look like me, who don't know what I go through, and allow them to come in and tell me how to move. But, but this person who looks like me, who's nine times out of ten has gone through or going mm-hmm. through the same thing I'm going through, that don't, that don't carry weight. That's almost as bad as, and I remember this, when the lady wrote the book about disciplining children. You shouldn't spank a kid. But you don't have kids. So how the hell are you going to tell me what to do and what not mm-hmm. to do, what's effective, if you don't have kids? Right. You, you have kids, and you tell me how that theory, how that, how that works. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying whoop them take a belt off and whoop them because that, that goes back to to slavery. But I'm saying as far as a spanking, an action that warrants a spanking, a redirection, a lesson of if nothing else, what not to do. If so, there are consequences to all, every bad action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're exactly right. So so then, you know, here's here's a whole another, you know, going tying it back all in to the aspects of, of, of how we're destroying our sons. And why are we destroying our sons? We're destroying our sons, one, because we don't understand what men are supposed to be. Okay. Two, we're looking at other cultures and trying to model our children and our families after that culture, whatever it may be. Um Three, we are allowing government entities to interfere in our household. And our children are paying the price. You are so right about that. So right. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, let's not even get on social media, you know, because because that that's a whole nother beast that um, that we've allowed to raise our children, that we've allowed to influence our children. Not only that, to influence us. Very, very, very true. Well, just like we all, like I've said numerous times, 
our our adversaries are media slash social media, technology, and the system. You just named off each and every one of those. Back in our original times, when times were much more simple, we had each other. We relied on each other. We didn't uh, we went to someone's house to ask for what we needed. We we knew how to, to humble ourselves, we knew how to how to communicate as well as be held accountable. Now we don't have any of that. Why? Because technology and, 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 and social media and media and the system don't foster those things. The system remove our men. Technology replaced our men. And social media is, and media is telling you that you don't need them. Because someone's mm-hmm. only got a man and she ain't doing this and she still driving whatever fancy car that uh, her baby daddy's child support can get her. Mm-hmm. Because when you get us out the house, they're not, the government is not telling you that the money that you're spending is coming from him. You think it is coming from them. So why not get rid of the middleman and he go home and his check stays entirely in the house. Or does that make too much sense? Makes too much sense. I mean, and and then you have to, you know, it's 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 a whole other issue. You know, it's the the one issue begets another, begets another, begets another, and so it's 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 compounded, right? Because um, you also you also have the the competition between man and woman. Now, why I don't know. I don't know why this competition exists, but it does. Um, now, don't get me wrong. If you and I are going to do the same job, if you and I are going to cut grass. And and you go and you're gonna you know push the lawnmower and you're gonna do a diagonal cut and make it look like a baseball field and you're gonna take your edger and, and edge and you're gonna do the shrubs and if I'm going to do that same job I think we should get paid the same amount of money point blank period no questions about it okay now I don't think that I should have to compete with you as my husband. In my household, but for some reason, this I don't know i don't I don't know it's I don't know if it's a feeling or or in, of inadequacy um, in the home or unbalanced, but for some reason, the competition between spouse is is common nowadays. And it's I don't I don't know why. Um I don't understand it simply because that's that's not you know, that's not what we do. But the 
that's just another reason why we're broken, why households are broken, and and our sons and daughters are suffering because of of broken homes, because of broken people, because of a broken culture. Well, it is definitely it's definitely that's also a problem. You know, we we should get paid the same, but systematically, women get paid the black woman get paid more than the black man. We can be doing the same job, but it, it happens. And some would say because women spend more, because uh, they're going to put it back into circulation. Some would say you can't give men that's natural the strength and the money because then uh, essentially they'll be unstoppable. Whichever whichever one it is, uh, both of them yield some some truth. But the problem comes, like you said, when there's a competition. You make a couple of dollars more than me. Now you walk around as though ain't shit. You treat me like, like this, there's the more commas and zeros you have in your account or on your check or whatever the case may be. And that tells me that there's a lack of substance in an individual if you got to go by the money that someone else gives you in order to feel adequate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, what will you do in the event that you as a woman, you walk around like this, but as soon as you lose your job, and I left you. You see what I mean? Now you now there's nothing. But what about if you lose your job and we still continue to go? You may it still may be a competition because now you feel as though I'm not home enough. Uh you, you know what I mean? Like other insecurities will come in. And that's and that's where the problem comes. It seems to me that there are so many more insecurities now with access to everything than it were when there was, was limited access. And maybe that is a problem because now there's access to everything. True. True, but again, like those, those are those are those are prob those are problems, you know that that affect us as adults, us as men and women, um, that affect us as you know as couples, and and it breaks us, and therefore again, our children are paying the price, you know, just just bringing it back full circle as far as you know, like why and how mothers destroy their sons. These are reasons, and these are why. This is why. This is how. Um, and and if it's happening, of course it's of course it's happening. But um, the reason it's happening is is because of of everything that we just spoke about. You know, um, 
the divisiveness, the you know, the the competition um, between man and woman for whatever reason, um, the insecurities um, of of that woman, right? Because you know you got to look at it. Like there's something to be said about um, a woman who raises what what seems to be um, a, a a good young man, you know, because this this guy here specifically, just one example, was was married, you know, is married to a some somewhat successful or successful young lady, and they have a family, and you know they take care of their own bills, they stand on their own, and you know the mother is is still saying she didn't respect him as a man. Now, she not married. She don't even mm. have what he had. So you're looking at this at, at your child, at this boy, and saying you don't, you can't respect him as a man, but you won't even have one. You you're measuring him against an idea that doesn't even exist, and the reason that you know, and I haven't seen the whole show, so don't get me wrong, but these are just my assumptions and my opinion. Um, but but the reason in my opinion, is because you're broken. And and I don't know how or why you are broken, but, but you can't look at him and respect him as a man because you're broken. And in whatever situations you've been in in the past or whatever situations you've had with so-called men, they, they've hurt you to some extent. And, and, you know, here we are. And and you have no idea that, you know, of of what a man is or what he should be, and and you're saying that you know what whatever it is you're not it. Right. <laughs> you know, like so so all of these things, all of like all of. Everything that we talked about uh, that we mentioned is is just you know um, the the result the ending result is is broken broken homes broken marriages broken culture broken people um, and and children who who's paying the price greatly so and you know what another thing too the children are paying the greatest the greatest price. Our elders paid the price for us. They, they they taught us to unite. But we are so tied up mentally to your point, we're so broken and we're so 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 screwed up to where it almost seems as though everything that our ancestors, our elders taught us or did was in vain. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to gather together at family functions. We're supposed to have family functions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to have, have family business. Family business. Mm-hmm. Not social media business. Family business. Family. We're supposed to have a fallback in the event that your kids leave the house, can't get a job, 
we're supposed to have connections in the community to where they can start out. Maybe even before they, they can work legally. But they can start out. They can get a job. Mm-hmm. It may not be what they mm-hmm. need or I mean what they want, but they have something to help provide. Mm-hmm. No longer. Mm-hmm. No, no longer. And 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 I know this this goes a little bit off, but it'll it'll tie back into what we're talking about. The I was watching something and I couldn't remember. I can't remember what it is, but it was a a talk show, and it was a white man up there, and he was basically uh, talking about how generational wealth came to be. And it was because of real estate, right? Basically yep. the communities the communities that were built, they were built with with clauses that, you know, they couldn't sell to black people, not because black people couldn't afford them, um, because they were very affordable homes, but because of um the I guess the restrictions of black people living in in the same area or same community as white people. So what happened was these homes were purchased, and then there were clauses written in so that the, when the homes resold, um, they could not resell to black people. So what happened is is that the as the homes grew in value and they were sold off. Um, the the profits that were made were obviously among the white families and you know they kept being able to do that and that's how white folks basically generational wealth came into play and you know black people then didn't have that opportunity back in the day so um now it's it's kind of like like we're in in catch up mode trying to Pave the way and leave legacy and leave, you know, like you said, family business for for our children. But but we're behind the curveball. And then everywhere you look, um, when you talk about you know broken homes and broken culture, um, and then us not being able to come together like other cultures and create those types of opportunities um, for ourselves leaves us again behind the curveball. Well the game in order in order for you to win you had to stack the deck against me. But the the part that gets me is when okay to for for understanding. There's a, a, a heart a diamond. Those are sweet. The suits are the cards. You have a club. And you have a spade. When the hearts and diamonds had to utilize the club to stack against the spades, the spades been the black man. That's what it's is disheartening. It's, it's 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 sad and it's upsetting because the clubs and the spades should be able to build together. The hearts and the diamonds build together. Mm-hmm. 
but they had to utilize the club as well. So when you have to stack against you, I'm talking about society. I'm using cars and, and suits as an example. Right. The white community as a whole, men and women, had to use have to use the black woman mm. against mm-hmm. against the, the black man. Mm-hmm. So the black man mm-hmm. is all out here by himself. Mm-hmm. He wanna be a good father. He's not put in position to be a good father. He wanna be a mm-hmm. provider. He's not put in a position to be a provider. He wants to do all these things, but Everything and everybody's against him. So what is he to do? Right. It's we we don't. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad you used that analogy because what I was going to say was tell our listeners who the club represents, and the club represents the black woman. Um, but uh, what what happens is is that the 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 honor and respect that we have one for self. Two for for our black men is is diminishing minute by minute, and and I, again, you know there there are thousands of reasons why. I mean, we spoke about a, a lot of them tonight, but the fact of the matter is is that systematically we are being set up to destroy our sons. It is intentional for the black man to be out of the home. It is intentional for black women to be on government aid. It is intentional for black boys to be broken by their mothers. Because guess what happens? When you're broken by your mother and your father is nowhere to be found, what are the statistics like for you when it comes to crime rate? You're more likely to commit a crime. And then who becomes your dad? The, the government, the system. The government. So it's 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 systematic and and I think that we don't we don't pay close enough attention to the systematic injustice. When we talk about systematic injustice, we're not just talking about our children and our husbands and our fathers and aunts and excuse me, and aunts, yeah, and uncles being shot down by the police. That's just probably a tenth of what we're talking about. Probably not even a tenth. But the systematic injustice starts when we are pregnant. Doesn't matter whether boy or girl, but we are, when we are pregnant, and suddenly, and it doesn't work out between you and the guy, and then you find yourself in a downward spiral. But you have these. Markers on your road, and all the markers that are on your road are government backed 
government-supported and government-encouraged for you to use so that you keep the black man out of the home, out of your child's life. That's child support. That's WIC. That's food stamps. That's uh, housing assistance. That's daycare assistance. That's any government aid or government support that you can get to keep your children at a disadvantage Part of me want to just say it's slavery. It's a I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but part of me just want to say it's slavery. It is definitely a part of it. It is a huge part of it because it's it's not slavery physically. Is slavery mentally. Mm-hmm. And when you are mentally enslaved, you are walking around with chains on. Mm-hmm. I read, I saw this, this article about an elephant who when he was young, he to control him, they would put a ball and a chain around his foot. As he got older, mentally, I'm sorry, as he got older to control him, they put the ball and chain around his foot because he's been conditioned that that is so heavy that it holds him back, that it controls him. But the fact of the matter is... He can take that ball and swing it with the amount of pressure of a wrecking ball, a construction wrecking ball. That's exactly what's been going on right now. You have been conditioned to believe that you don't need the man. The mental slavery that you speak of is nothing more than being trapped in our own idea. Mm. 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 We're trapped in our own idea. Trapped in our own idea of what men should be. Trapped in our own idea of what women should be. Trapped in our own idea of what a marriage is, of what honor is, Trapped in our ways and trapped in our own idea of what it means to be a submissive wife. We're, We're trapped in our own idea of what it means to be black. Mm-hmm. I remember one time. The N word was being being thrown around, and it's like, oh well, you can't call me that. I'm I'm not black, huh? So right then, you just told me that 
that, you that, have that, no that, idea. Right. Mhm. They just told you they have no idea of what the word even means. What the word even means. Mm-mm. Well, I'm black. I'm I'm an I'm an N word because I'm black. Huh? Oh. Okay. Let me know how that worked out for you. Because I may be a black man, but I'm no I'm nobody's N word. No one. Mm-hmm. You may call me a king. And for people who, who really know, you may even call me a god. But what you will not do is call me an N-word. I agree. I agree. It's it's Powerful. sad. It's it's sad. Powerful. And and even getting back to, you know, what what the call is about, um, I know I know we talked about a whole lot, we touched on a lot, but um she even used the word provocative victim um to the mother. And and and, and that you know, hearing that just gave me goosebumps because um, essentially that's what it is. You know, I'm trying to hold you accountable, you know, for for, for what you have done, for your part in this. And every time I try to hold you accountable, the only thing you do is, is become the victim at that point. Um, what do you think about provocative victim? It's an instigator. It's one that casts a stone and hides their hand. You jump mm-hmm. out here, mm-hmm. and now you want to play victim. I'm a, I, I'm a victim because I'm a woman. Well, ain't nobody going to do this because I'm a woman. Ain't nobody going to do this because I'm black. I'm, ain't nobody going to do this because I'm gay. Provocative victim, again, that stems from your idea. Your idea. I'm, my son's allowed to be anyone's victim. I personally believe there's no such thing as victims, only volunteers, because the control stays with you. But a provocative victim, mm-hmm. provoking victim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are right. Now, you are there. You're right. You out there, you, you throwing that stone and trying to hide your hand. 
Death um, my thoughts are it's real heavy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. I mean, no, you're right. Like I said, when when she said that, it, it gave me chills because the the one thing that that totes my goat is a victim. Like, don't you know? Like, one, I'm not a victim. I'm nobody's victim. Point blank in the period. Exclamation point, question mark, and any other punctuation you can put behind that, I am no one's victim. And even, you know, like our, our youngest um, don't quite understand, but even my, uh, the, I think I spoken before about a situation um, that I had encountered with our team. It was, I don't even know when it was, but um, I remember getting on him about something and he, you know, you know, started, started crying and was like, you know, saying something like, um, you know, you just don't think I'm a good kid. And like, hold up, wait, hey, 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 put your glasses on. You Don't you be up in front of me crying? You ain't my victim. Like, you are nobody's victim. Don't, don't you dare, you know, try to play the victim now because this has absolutely nothing to do with you being a good kid or not. You know, you tell them you fucked this up. Period. That's it. You you fucked up. We we get past it. We move on. We you are not a victim. You're not my victim and nobody else's. And it it just really fueled something in me, um, because <laughs> because like if there's nothing, if there's one thing that you know that's going to get underneath my skin is try to play a victim with me. Try and be a victim. You know because that's one thing that I mean I we're not. You're not a victim. I'm not a victim, and so we we don't allow our children to play that role. You know, if you're gonna throw a stone, stand up, throw it, and stand there and wait for somebody to see you so they know who did it. That's what we do. That's what we're teaching our children. So, um, you know, for for those people, those mothers who, you know, throw the stones and then try to try to play the victim. Whew. Hmm. I, I I guess I guess the the old me probably could have could have left a few choice words, but the new me will go ahead and shoot a prayer up for you, um, because that that right there being a provocative victim, powerful. I think that that too says something about you as far as the respect for yourself as well as the insecure that you have. I'm one and this and it's me. I'm, listen, if I did it, I'm I'm a G. I'm holding my head up and taking on the chair. If I didn't do it I ain't gonna let you put it on. As a man. That's the difference between a male and a man. A man going to hold up and own it. It's not so much as, as, as you screwing up, but it's how you fix it. That's a man. Those are characteristics of men. Also as women, but definitely as men. Women going to give you the emotional, they're going to give you the, the reason. Or what I was feeling, 
Uh, we ain't got it's men. We don't got time for all that. Hey, listen, I screwed up, man. I apologize, and we move forward. And sometimes that's all that's necessary. Accountability, characteristics of men, but to be a victim, no. A provocative victim, no. Right, right, right. You, no. you know, and and I. I, and and I've I've encountered uh, provocative victims and and, and who again you want to set me off be one of them be be one of them provoke me and then try to play that victim shit like talk about a new experience I'm gonna give you one for your money right there that's one thing you you're not going to do as my husband say we look we we not gonna do this. No, we ain't gonna do that. And this is what we not gonna do. But when it comes when it comes to it again, that's that shows the the pain. You know what I mean? Like that shows that shows a lot about yourself. Your your strength is it comes with your experience. Once you go through some things and you come on the other side, you realize how strong you actually are. You're not going to blame anyone for your fallen relationship because your relationships failed. You shouldn't because there's two parts in there. So it failed because we couldn't make it happen. Your father isn't in your life, son, because we couldn't agree on things. We couldn't see eye to eye. But the moment you start going around pointing fingers on everybody else, then when the moment somebody shine a light on you, you want to go hide in the corner. Because you wasn't right, ready. Right, man. It's time to take the gloves off now. I mean, it's not hiding time. No, it's not hiding time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's real... It's real powerful, everything that we've discussed tonight. And I think that a lot of light has been, been, been shown on a lot of issues. I think that we can't agree that mothers have a way of destroying sons. We also can agree that it didn't start right here right now or that that episode with that mother and son. She was mm-hmm. conditioned. She was programmed. And it well it could be lack of an example. Anytime you don't have an example, you now left to your own device. You you left to your own understanding. Now biblically it says lean not on your own understanding. Also says seek wise counsel. Things, two things that I just mentioned, she didn't do, and mm-hmm. now she's playing victim, and now she's casting stones and hiding her hand. When in fact, this right here, at this moment, is your problem, 
because of your conditioning or or you didn't go seek wise counseling. Why mm-hmm. didn't the son go to the father? What about his grandfather? Because at some point in our in our culture, the grandfathers would come in. Mhm. What happened to that? Right. And I, I think I think that the last thing that um we should do as women is 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 lean on the Bible says the Bible says that. Now I know we was had a whole conversation and it barely mentioned the Bible, our pastor isn't on tonight. Um, but in his absence, I, I can say this. The Bible says, lean not into your own understanding. And and I say that to say this. Even when you are raising your children, lean not into your own understanding. Don't raise or attempt to raise your son or your daughter to an idea of what you think a man is. Because that is your own understanding, and that's not word. And what is not word is not God, because God is the word. The word was God. So I say that to say, you know, figure out how to put God first. And and, and I believe in doing that um, and uh, allow yourself to be used and allow him to lead you to, to um, men a man to a community of men that can teach your son how to be a man, um, not how to be your idea of a man, but how to be a man. Um, when it comes to respecting men, you first must respect self. You can't mm-hmm. respect another. You can't respect a man if you don't respect yourself. So you know you you can't look. At, it's impossible for you to look at your son as a man or or your daughter as a woman um, and have any type of respect for them. If you don't respect yourself, you have to first understand what respect is in all aspects. Mm-hmm. You know, respect their time, respect their thoughts, respect their input, respect their their space. Um, you have to respect those things about yourself. And if you don't, you, you can't get it. But, you know, we have this thing in our community, respect me because I'm your mother. Do as I say because I said so. Um, no, I need, I need a little bit more than that. I need to see. I need to understand that. Now, you got to understand that it's a time and place to ask. It's a way to ask. In the in the moment of heat, it's not the time to ask. I must put that out there. But give give the entire instructions, including the wise, so that way there won't be any problems later on. But one of the things that you said earlier, which is what she said, when she was she didn't respect him because of her ideas. But even then, you you can't teach him 
to be a man based on your ideas because only thing you're teaching him to do is be the man that you want in your life. Essentially, you're making yourself, your son, your mate versus making him a man. Mm-hmm. You're making him the perfect man, male for you. But what about when he's dealing with other men? What about when he's dealing with other people? What about when he's dealing with other women? Mm-hmm. He's going to fall short. So don't try to make him a man based on your ideas. Don't put him around other men so he can see how to be a man. And that will spill over into the relationship with you as the mother. That'll spill over to the relationship with his wife. That'll spill over to the relationship with his kids. That will spill over in the relationship with dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And it will be successful. Mm-hmm. Because it's all that re- respect for self is being established. A reverence is to those that think like him and for those that look like him also. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are parts that, that has been left out. You have men based on what she's, she, her her thing is, this guy become a man, and now he's treating his kids wrong because he don't know how to toughen them up, if you will. So he's punching them in the chest, telling them to man up, telling them to, you know, tough it up. No, no. You're destroying him. He's emotionally unstable because no one has taught him how to express himself properly. And you dwarf that. So as he become an adult, he's still lost as he was as a child. Mm-hmm. So a man can teach this male how to, how to handle his emotions. I'm not saying we're not emotional. We just handle them differently how to interact with our women when they're emotional instead of running off. Oh, my wife crying. I got to go. No. Mm -hmm. You may not understand why she's crying, but you need to be able to sit there with her and in her time, let her explain to you why she's crying. Mm-hmm. All these things. And also, he can demonstrate to his daughter how man is to respect her and to treat her because he's seeing it when he does it to her mother. Right. All these things. Men are relevant. 
men are necessary. Again, if we're going to be united, you got to untie us. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be united, we must be untied. That's all I got. I feel like I dropped the mic now. Drop it. I think we said all that could be said. Well, do you have anything else? No, I, 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 that I mean, if we go go out with a mic drop, that's the mic drop to go out on. Absolutely, thank you. For sure. This includes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I'm your host number one, Miss Quick, and Pastor Robertson and Doctor Twin in their absence. Tonight we talk about mothers destroy sons. Women, it is very possible. Your tongue can, can kill the spirit of a male. Brothers, it is necessary that we do our part in order to turn these males into men, to raise these boys into men. We are relevant. We are necessary. Don't let anyone or anything tell you otherwise. Together, together, in in your relationship, co-parents, whatever the case may be, you are necessary to work together for the success of your seeds. To hell with what the system tells you. To hell, technology says. To hell with media slash social media. You are necessary. Together, y'all are necessary. It is ordained by God. That's all you need to know. It is ordained by God. That's all I got. Love God. Love each other. Love yourself. Respect yourself. Wash your hands and stay safe. Peace.
But I know 